Hello, welcome back to the No Balls Cricket Podcast. We have taken a two-month hiatus for reasons that we don't really know, other than just the fact that we got lazy and busy, uh, both simultaneously somehow. But yeah, we are back after two months. We are down a man. There is no third man on this pod anymore, uh, at least for the foreseeable future. Our stats analyst and um, junior cricketer Siddharth Solanki is taking a sabbatical of sorts. But respected journalist Aditya Devrath is here alongside... Our club cricketer, Sidhan Pradhan. Who is uh, actually for the foreseeable future also retired from club cricket. <laughs> so, uh, um, uh, and also our junior pro, I think, suffered from some serious psychological issues. So he decided to study psychology. <laughs> and that's why he's uh, not here. I feel like this is the sort of joke he would disapprove of like very strongly. But... But he, this is also the guy who came up with a very stupid mo- monarchy analogy. So I think we don't care. I think we don't really care. <laughs> anyway... Um, on the episode today, we well, we're going to discuss a few things. This segment is dedicated to international cricket. The other two are dedicated to the IPL. Uh, we'll begin, of course, with the news this month. Um, of course, uh, we were pleasantly surprised at the West Indies pr- providing quite a good performance in their home series against England, battering them in the tests. Yeah, I'm actually almost disappointed that they like didn't whitewash them because that just would have been brilliant. You mean blackwash? But you see, yeah. I get your yes. point. Yeah, um, but uh, yeah, I was a bit disappointed that they didn't. Uh, uh, but you know, then they were missing Jason Holder for probably the stupidest yeah. overs infringement. Uh, are you listening, ICC <laughs> uh, on Earth? Uh, and they also provided a very good account of themselves in the one-day series, which saw some absolutely ridiculous hitting. I mean. Christopher Henry Gale, you really are the universe boss. If you can keep that up for another six months. Yeah, that was um, what he did in those two centuries of his. And in fact, actually, even more than that, is it is the last match when they were chasing such a slow, ta- a, a small target that Chris Gale was just like, you know what, we're winning this anyway. I'm just going berserk. <laughs> yeah, I mean, Chris Gale, it was, uh, it wasn't even a throwback. That was Chris Gale in like IPL level form. Yeah, exactly. Brilliant. Absolutely, Brent. We, we still, it still remains to be seen what he does in the IPL, speaking right. of. But, um, Look, we'll he's get just going to gonna hit sixes and not run for singles. <laughs> that's, that's what Chris Gale does. Um, but yeah, we'll get there. I think uh, as much as West Indies demolishing England in the, in the Test Series was a huge achievement, of course. But Sri Lanka chasing down 304 in the fourth innings in South Africa after the walloping they'd gotten in Australia in the, uh, right before that. That was some... Also, according to Crickinfo, that innings by Kushal Pereira is the single greatest innings ever played in the history of Test cricket. In oh the yeah, I, I, I forgot. Yeah, but yeah, they have yeah. updated the analysis. He's updated the analysis as well, yeah. yeah. Um, but that was, I mean, that's an amazing result. And they, of course, followed that up by getting whitewashed 5-0 in the one days. <laughs> so, so we're not, we're, we're we're not really, really considering Sri Lanka too much of a threat in the World Cup. Apparently. No. Speaking of, this is what this uh, segment is about. Uh, how ready is everyone for this World Cup? That's the question. We'll focus on four teams, of course, who have provided us with the largest uh, talking points. Australia have suddenly found a new lease of life, which I feel like India have just given them by not taking the series seriously enough after going 2-0 up and like experimenting, which I guess India needed to do. But uh, yeah, we've also, I think we might have inadvertently played Australia into form. We might have, but on a scale of 1 to 10, respected journalists, and we're going to do this for all teams on this episode, how ready are Australia? 
I'm going to say six, and the reason I'm giving them a slightly lower score than even after their uh, series win in India is they still have to integrate Warner and Smith. And from a cricketing perspective, that shouldn't be hard, but just playing, getting them back into form, getting them like back and settled with the side, it's going to be a challenge. They do have an entire IPL for that. But he, they're not. He, he, they're not going to be like with the team at that point. So well, they're not with the Australian team, but they yeah. do have a lot of cricket, and they have played yeah. some cricket. Out, except, except for the two shoulder, the elbow injuries that they both suffered. Yeah. But they did play a lot of cricket in between. They were playing a lot of T20s, so they haven't been completely out of touch. Warner, of course, has played a lot of club cricket. Smith sort of went into his shell, yeah. um, and then he got injured. So, um, but I think the concern is like now over that India series. I think they found a settled sort of twelve, thirteen players where like they were swapping out people like. Ashton Turner for um, Marcus Stoinis, both of whom had done pretty well. Mm-hmm. Aaron Finch found form slightly in the middle. So like, but I, I, the problem with Aaron Finch is there's a glaring weakness and yeah. they exploited it to the hill. And every bowler will. Every bowler will now. Yeah, uh, which is true. Uh, I wouldn't agree with you on a 7 on 10. I'd say 6 on 10 for them. I said 6. No, you said 7. No, I said 6. I can go roll back the go tape. For it. Sorry. Go for it and roll it back. In. Okay. Um, we've rolled back the tape when unfortunately we found that Mr. Devrath was right. So, <laughs> egg on my face. But anyway, coming back to the point, um, this is the kind of stuff we do. This is why we need a third man who's currently not there. Especially one whose specialty is numbers. I'm sure yes, you would remember exactly. that. He's also been replaced by a dog for this episode. Um, who's very silent, unfortunately. Um, anyway, getting back to the point, Australia 6 on 10. Both of us have said that. Smith and Warner, reintegration, yes. Still a few lingering issues with their batting. They are really prone to collapsing. Um, and, you know, they... Okay, Zampa's proved himself now. Yeah. But I don't think the conditions in England are going to be anywhere near as helpful as India. No, that's true. But I almost feel like he's a probably a better risk spinner for English conditions than he is for Indian conditions. Because he's... he You know, he just bowls flatter. He's more of a containing bowler. True, but he probably won't get as much spin and his goofy sure. wouldn't be as much of a threat. Yeah, so that true. kind of negates him. The fast bowling, I think, is their strong point. Uh, Jai Richardson's proven himself to be very good. Coulton Isle, if he's fit, is a good bowler. Yeah. And Pat Cummins going from strength to strength. And when Stark and Hazelwood exactly. do come back. Yeah. So I think that's their strength. Plus, um, the key player for me remains Stoinis because if he bats and bowls well, he elevates them above and beyond. Yeah, if not then I think they're a 6 or 5 on 10 team, to be honest. Yeah. Um, and I think they have things to work out, which yeah. maybe a series in the UAE uh, without Smith and Warner playing in it probably won't help them do. Mm-hmm. Um, but I mean, I mean they'll, have a, they'll have their time to warm up. and um, I, Look, anyway, at a World Cup, you just don't discount, discount Australia. They, they, they live for those tournaments. So, mm-hmm. Alright, let's move on to some of the smaller teams. We're also somehow going in alphabetical order. Australia, then Afghanistan. Well, not really, but we'll consider it alphabetical order. So, um, I actually have a friend who's predicted predicted that Afghanistan are making the semi-finals. And I know that's a huge, bold prediction. Wait, how much are the odds on that? I really want to back this. <laughs> we, we're we're going to find this out. Um, we're going to find this we, out. We do not endorse betting in any way whatsoever. but uh, Because we are technically Indian and American, so we don't. Yeah, yeah. exactly. Uh, um, but uh, if you are in any of the Commonwealth countries, please... Go online, find these odds and, and, you know, go for it. We will find the odds for you <laughs> in just a minute. Yeah. But they're a dangerous team. Um, you, you don't want to take them lightly. Uh, Rashid Khan remains their best player. Yeah. I don't think they're going to get past the semi-finals. But I do think there's an upset in them. I think they... Look, I, I get the feeling they're going to beat a team like Australia or England or 
maybe possibly even like a Pakistan or India. But, I mean, look, they played India very tough in the uh, Asia Cup. In fact, India and Pakistan very tough. So, it's possible. I think they're also a better one-day team than Sri Lanka at the moment. Sri Lanka oh, yeah. are complete shambles. Oh, yeah. Um, but if you have, like, I think if you put a number on them on 10, I think it'd be like 4 or 5. I'd actually go with a 4, yeah. 4 would make sense for yeah. Afghanistan. I think the batting is the weak point. The bowling's pretty strong. Yeah. The, two, the two spinners, uh, Rashid and Mujib. Yeah. Of course, the key players, as well as Mohamed Shahzad, who for me Oof. is going to be the star. Mohamed Shahzad is yes. just such a fun player to watch. Lovely character, fun player to watch. And uh, I don't know about their dancing. I think that's a cool thing. They just won their first test match, of course, yeah. against Ireland. But I love their word for six, Shpagiza. I know, right? That's, I, I saw that article on Cricket Form, like this is one of the best words I saw to that be introduced in I was watching the Afghanistan goal. Premier League and I think that's just pretty <laughs> Okay, moving on. Bangladesh, another team. They made the quarterfinals last time. Interesting team here. Yeah. They're a very good one-day side. Yeah. Bangladesh, by the way, I'm just going di- to uh, divert a little bit from the World Cup talk. But um, if anyone who's, any, anyone who's not really been following mm-hmm. the news that much, please go read the Crick Info articles on uh, the Bangladesh team being stuck uh, in the middle of the Christchurch attacks. It is, I mean, obviously, no, you know, directly affected. Obviously, none of the Bangladesh team was, but... But they were so, so were close. They were so close. And, and the articles been, are yeah, chilling. It's, it could have been a complete disaster. Um, yeah. We're just glad that uh, nothing happened. Yeah. And, the, you know, it's an absolute yeah. travesty. Yeah. Those attacks, well, you yeah, know, it's exactly. just shocking. And, you know, unfortunately... For them, there was no repeat of what happened to the Sri Lankan team yeah, 10 exactly, years ago. Exactly. So I'm sure they're going to be scarred for a while though. But yeah. hopefully they pull together. How does this play into their World Cup hopes? Are they going to recover from this? I think that's a very close-knit side. I mean, just that's what the that's I, what the impression I got. I think this is something that will bring them. them together as well. It could do. Uh, hopefully they have the right sort of uh, yeah. you know psychological help, you know, therapists and counselors and whatever that they need um, to, to to help with that. I genuinely think it could have an impact on them from in, from a cricketing perspective. But you never know. Maybe, it, like you said, it helps them band together in a way. Right. Uh, moving back to the cricketing side of things. They're a good side, as I said. Yeah. Um, they're led by a very experienced campaigner, Mashave Mortaza. Um, excellent bowler in one-day cricket. Yeah. As much as his body limits him, uh, he's got enough variety. Bowls a very tight line and yeah. length. Provides exactly. something with the bat yeah. as well. So, good captain to have. Inspirational leader as well. Yeah. But their key players remain Tommy McBall and Shakib al Hassan. Yeah. No, and I think. And Mushfikur Rahim to Mushfikur a certain extent. And, and uh, Mahmoudullah as well to a certain extent. I think mm-hmm. they have uh, they have the players. I think. And, and if on their day, if at least two or three of these guys are performing, look, that's all you ever need to win a cricket match is two, three star players for coming to the party right. together. Yeah. And, and it's possible Absolutely. for them. I would say they're potential semi finalists. It's the format, I think, goes against them because. You know, you're playing all 10 teams or all 9 other teams this time rather than yeah. being split into groups. But I think they have the have the potential to reach the semis. I do think they're a good side to uh, to, to be, you know, up against because they, they are unpredictable. On their good day, they can be really, really good. Yeah. On a bad day, they can be really, really bad. Yeah. And that therein lies your sort of fallibility against them where you underestimate them at your own peril. Yeah. Uh, and but the, and the problem with them, as always, has been that there's nobody beyond Chaki Mushfiq and uh, Tamim Iqbal. But they've got. I think they're getting players now. Like Swami Sarkar has been really good. I mean, it was not really good, but he's like he's you know learning how to play at the international level on a consistent basis. Uh, you know, he's getting there. Um, 
I think Mushfiq was a very key player in that middle order and as a wicket keeper. Okay. Um, on 10, I'd say probably 5 or 6. I know six, 6? I know 6 puts them on par with Australia and I don't think they are. So maybe like a 5.5. I'd go 5. I wouldn't even go as far as saying 5. 5.5. <laughs> I, I just don't think they have the depth. And their fast bowling is... is, is they were, we didn't mention Mustafa at all. And he's... His fitness, depending, yeah. and his... The other thing with Mustafizur is his adaptability to conditions, in yeah, subcontinental true. conditions. He's a nightmare to play against, but... England flat pitches. Faster be, flat pitches. Yeah, it's it's going to be, be difficult. Yeah. Right. Moving from Afghanistan, I'm, I'm going to head... Moving from Bangladesh. Sorry, moving from Bangladesh <laughs> and Afghanistan, we're going to head uh, due south now. Uh, let's go to the other side of the Tasman Sea, New Zealand. Dark horses? I wouldn't even say dark horses, honestly. Like, I, I mean... Um, the way I looked at it, going before West Indies and Australia kind of found form, I would have said New Zealand were like guaranteed semi-finals or almost guaranteed semi-finals. I you still think they're guaranteed yeah. semi-finals. I, I do feel that they've got a very strong bowling attack. I think Tim South... Saudi doesn't even play their ODIs. Trent Bolt is the one out to yeah. do that starts. They've got Matt Henry. They've got Lockie Ferguson providing the extra pace. They've got variety. They've got two good spinners. I mean, Ish Sodhi can come in and yeah. he's a very good, very and, effective and bowler. And Santner's improved a lot since the yeah. last uh, um, couple of years, last ODI so, and G20 World Cups. Yeah. So they're quite, I mean, their bowling attack is quite complete. Yeah. Uh, they're batting, of course, Kane Williamson and Ross Taylor, Martin Guptill. Yeah. Uh, Colin Munro, if he comes off, is a brilliant player. Yeah, Tom exactly. Latham in the middle order, very inventive player yeah. as well. Tom Latham in the middle order matters yeah, a lot. Yeah, matters a lot as well. Um, and he keeps wicket for them. Yeah. Uh, I think the only area that they probably miss out on is a really high quality all-rounder, I would say. I don't yeah, think... Yeah, because it's really just Santner who's in that role. I, for me, Santner isn't a good enough batsman and Colin DeGrandome isn't a good enough bowler. Yeah. I, I, yeah, I'd agree. I I also, I do wonder though, obviously, I, I mean, I love Kane Williamson, but I feel like this team kind of, especially in a tournament... Like this might miss someone like Brendan McCullum just for the leadership aspect. Um, I don't think they have a problem because I think Williamson's a very capable and very aggressive leader. I, I quite like his captaincy. Oh, that's true. Yeah. I, I just feel that they're missing... There's one X-factor player that you need to take you all the way. Uh, yeah, they don't really seem to have that. I don't think they have. I know they yeah. have Williamson. I know they have Guptill and I know yeah. they have Latham as the three. And Ross Taylor, of course, as the yeah. three bats. Uh, sorry, not, uh, not Latham. Ross Taylor as the third batsman in that... Yeah. Uh, trifecta, and I know they have very strong bowling lineup, as we said. But I just they're just missing there's something. Like, yeah, there's like so I would still say that I think they, that they're going to make the semi-finals, but they might not. Like on their I, day in a semi-final or final, they might miss out on just like I just slightly worse off than a, than a slightly better team. I think push comes to shove, you're not going to back them to go all the way. No, uh, it'll I think be a you surprise. Push them against England or, or India, India and, for example, like, and. They can beat these sides, but you wouldn't predict that they would. Exactly. Yeah. Um, marks out of 10? 7. That's it. You'd go 7? Yeah. Probably go 7.5 just because of the, 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 just the variety of players That's that they true. have. 7.5, I think. New Zealand 7.5 out of 10. Yeah. Um, okay, moving across. We'll stay in the Southern Hemisphere for now. We'll go to South Africa. <laughs> this is a different <laughs> South Africa. Let's wait. I'm not bringing up the C word. Let's start with not bringing up the C word. South Africa, this is a different South Africa. We'll start with that. This is. I think there's no players with any... Well, there, I think South Africa will always have baggage even if there's no <laughs> players. It's just because it's a, it's a historical thing, right? It's, it doesn't matter if you've been in 
in the part of a collapse it's just that you just know that's what your legacy is it's like tottenham um for anyone who follows football <laughs> okay um but i have a question this squad for me isn't as good as the previous ones i wouldn't rate it as highly i know they have the clock i'll tell you what the they difference have do- I, I know the difference is how good of how, if amna's in form or not if amna's in form the batting is take care of it, it takes care of itself because the rest of the batting you've got duplessis you've got decock you'll have enough playmakers to to win a batting game a batting lineup but like if amna's anywhere iffy then they've got a problem because then that's one early wicket that an opposition side can count on I mean, who are the players you're looking at? You're looking at Duplessis, you're looking at Amla, you're looking at Quinton de Kock. Yeah. Um, and they have David Miller as well. They do have David Miller. Uh, David he's, Miller. That, he's the sort of X-factor player that you talk about. I mean, not an all-rounder, but... And, of course, they're bowling. I mean, having a pace attack of Lungi and Gidi, Kagisor, Bada, and Dale Stain. That's yeah. frightening. Yeah. And, and Dale seems, Stain seems to be getting back to his best. He's always been a slightly suspect limited overs bowler, but he seems to be... Hitting stride now. Mm-hmm. And Imran Tahir is a very potent spinner. Yeah. Um, I think... Imran Tahir, as long as he's not playing against India, is, I think, one of the best spinners around. Yeah. India just knows how to play. Yeah, I, I mean, most subcontinental teams would, yeah. right? But other than Sri Lanka. Um, <laughs> but, uh, so, oh, what are we looking at here with South Africa? How much... Okay, there's one big question, though. How much are they going to miss A.B. De Villiers? Look, I'm shocked that he retired when he did, honestly. I felt like he was... Uh, I thought he his timeline was stay till the World Cup and then and then retire. But, yeah, they're going to... Look, you can't. You don't not miss the videos. It's like saying... Unless you... Like, people would have asked how much are we missing Sachin and probably not so much now that we have Kohli. But, all, like, it's the same level of, of player. You Unless you find someone who's just as good, you're going to miss them. Marks out of time. Oh, wait. And do we think they're going to reach the semis? I think they're on the cusp, so it could go either way. Because I would easily say that, say, India and, Austria, India and England are better than them. And are more likely. So then you can put it down to two spots and we think, you know, West Indies, Australia, New Zealand, possibly Bangladesh could compete. You know, Pakistan on their day could, could be competitive. South Africa are in this mix. So technically, yeah, they, they're in with a chance. But I don't, I, you know, the sides you'd pick over them. I don't think they'll make the semis, honestly. Marks out of 10? I'd go with like six and a half. Six and a half. Interesting. Yeah. I don't think they'd make the semis either, but I'm going to be a little generous. I'll go seven, seven out of 10 for them. Just the bowling is... The, the bowling fast is. bowling. That, yeah. that, that is a different me, class. That for me wins them tournaments. I mean, that is that, brilliant. Yeah, but of course, there's the uh, all infamous word that I'm not going to mention on this spot. But I look, they can't do it if they don't reach the semifinals. So that is true. Um, okay, moving on. Let's move now. To the one team that we're going to speak least about in this little discussion, Sri Lanka. <laughs> How prepared are they for the World Cup? Not at all. Like I zero. I honestly would back Afghanistan to beat them at the moment. I'm a little scared for them. I genuinely don't think they're going to win a game at this tournament. Yeah, because I mean, you've just seen the way they've been dismantled by South Africa. And, like uh, it didn't, and it happened home and away, right? Like yeah. the the home series last they, year as well. They just weren't. I mean, they've played. What is it? 30 games in the last two years. Yeah. And they've won five. It's, that it's, is a shambles. It's a, yeah. And now they're having uh, they're having a whole captaincy thing where they might bring back Karuna Ratne who's not even a regular limited no, overs player. 
But no, they're, they're looking at him to come in and become the captain for the World Cup side because Malinga's not really being, you know, being trusted. Matthews' uh, fitness is always a doubt. They, so, they, so, look, we, I, if you'd ask me how Sri Lanka are going to fare in South Africa right before they went, well, I would have said the same thing. They're in a shambles and they're not going to do anything. They won a series there. But the objective assessment is that that still holds true right now. Um, key players, I think only Kushal Mendes... Yeah. And Kushal Pereira, the two Kushals yeah. qualify for any of these conversations. Yeah. Uh, I don't think the fast bowling is experienced enough, as talented as it is. And I don't think their spinners are as good as, well, you can't really compare anybody to Murli, but... Yeah, but even the I level don't, of like, where you, had think, Ma- yeah. you had Mendes coming... I, I don't think their spinners are the quality that the rest of the sides have. Yeah. And maybe Akhila Dhananjaya, but... It's tough. They I, have, I don't. I don't. They don't have a single match-winning bowler because Malinga's no, not that level. No, anymore. exactly. Yeah. Um, marks I, out of ten. I put them at the same as Afghanistan. Obviously, for, I'm going lower. Actually, I'm going to go four. Yeah. I just think there's too many holes in this lineup, and without Chandimal and without Matthews, you know, you're literally hitting the bottom of the ocean yeah. with Sri Lanka. Yeah. Four out of ten. Um, yeah. No hope of a semi-final, and possibly not winning a game. That's our prediction, anyway. Yeah. I think it's it's quite possible that they come back without it. Yeah. Um, all right. Let's go to Pakistan and then we'll focus on the three teams that we really want to talk about. <laughs> Look, Pakistan are the least predictable side. I know it's like unpredictable, unpredictable Pakistan has become a cliche now, but they still just keep delivering, like living up to that cliche anyway. So, you know, this is a side that um, I can't win a test series at home against uh, against New Zealand all of a sudden after like having never lost a home series in what was it 30 or 40 years or however so like it it has those lows and then they come back and no one gave them a hope and they won the champions trophy right? like I mean that too against India where we'd thrashed them in the early stages and then they won a final right? well of course aided by Jasprit Bumrah and his yeah. hashtag no ball yeah <laughs> um, but they have look they, there's talent people like Imam Ulhaq um Babar this Azam. is a dangerous side. What, whatever you say about they're, Pakistan, they're how inconsistent they are. And this is what we'll always come back to with yeah. Pakistan. They're a dangerous side. They've got three batsmen that I'm really scared of. Fakhar Zaman, yeah. Babar Azam, yeah. and funnily enough, Shoaib Malik. Because he always turns it on against India. Yeah, and he always shows up in, in tournaments. In usually. tournaments. Yeah. In, in tournaments. Yeah. They also have very decent all-rounders in Fahim Ashraf, who I think is... Uh, and Imad Asim. Imad Wasim as well. Uh, Imad Wasim in one-day cricket. Imad Wasim, I think today he came and hit like 28 of 13 or something like that to give a push to the late innings. He's dangerous, a, dangerous characters yeah. and probably the best fast bowling lineup in the world. Mohammad Amir, Hassan Ali. I don't know about Shahin Shah Afridi. It's a really good one. I think you. It's you good. Could, it's probably yeah, not the I think, best. I think if you compare good. them to India, probably yeah, I'd give India the edge. It, it's good. Or Australia at full strength. It's it's good. It's probably not the best. It's good, but they're dangerous side. The only problem, my honest to God fear with Pakistan, is that Sarfraz's captaincy has always been a bit hit or miss. But I think that's true in Tests. I don't think that's as true in limited overs. I think he's a much better limited overs captain. The other problem with Pakistan is, do they have a firepower to make those 300 plus totals and really chase them down? I think they're overly reliant on someone like Fakhar Zaman because Babar Azam, for all his qualities as a batsman, doesn't often score very quickly. He's like a more like an anchor player. Mm-hmm. 
Imad Hussein can come and hit and hit like you know at a strike rate of 200. But if you're relying on him to get to 300, then you've got a problem. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Marks out of 10. I'm going to go for six. I'll go seven. They're dangerous. <laughs> They're dangerous. I haven't even mentioned Shadab Khan. No, that's true. Shadab, yeah. They're a dangerous side. They have all bases covered and on their day, they can beat anybody. Yeah. But they're, they're unbelievably inconsistent. I'd go seven on 10. I'd rate them the same as South Africa. You don't really know which way they're going to swing. The million dollar question. Is this the, is this the tournament the streak ends or no? I'm Indian. No. <laughs> um, whatever else happens, that streak does not end. <laughs> Uh, in case uh, you guys are from foreign countries, don't know what we're talking about. Pakistan have never beaten India at a World Cup. I think it's like 4 0, 5 0 now, something like that. They haven't even beaten India in a World T20. So it's yeah. any world ICC. Well, the Champions Trophy they won, but they haven't beaten us at a tournament with the word world in it. <laughs> um, anyway, moving on. We'll go to the West Indies first because I know a lot of you guys want to hear this. Yes. Um, they've been brilliant against England. But they're pretty, they've been a pretty poor side other than that. However, I would say there that were, when they came to India, and they, they were, were flashes, very competitive. This is exactly what I was getting. Series, yeah. There were flashes of brilliance in that India series. And I'm going to name the players that have really caught my eye over the last few months. Other than Chris Gale, obviously. Yeah. I think John Campbell's an interesting addition to the top because he provides a sort of turbocharged boost that we didn't expect him to. Yeah. Um, there's no stability. And if he crosses 40, it's a miracle. But, <laughs> you know... Um, that's great. Their middle order is where they can win games. Yeah. Shimron Hetmeyer and Shai Hope are fabulous yeah. batsmen. Yeah. Shai Hope can play a sheet anchor. Hetmeyer can go all guns blazing. He's 100 against England in Barbados. is probably one of the best innings I've seen. Oh, easily. Easily. It, it was such a classy innings. Um, and they've got depth in batting. It's rare. You don't see many teams have that. But Hetmeyer goes in at five. Yeah. At times. You have Darren Bravo in Darren Bravo who's reinvented himself, reinvented himself as a limited overs batsman. Yeah. You have then the all rounders. You've got Jason Holder, you've got Carlos Brathwaite, you've got If uh, they recall Pollard, you've got him. You've got well, you've got Pollard, you've got Fabian Allen, Allen who can talk yeah. a long ball, you've got Robman Powell who can hit it long. Dude, even they, Ashley Nose comes and hits a bunch Ashley of Ashley Nose can <laughs> hit sixes. It's a really long batting lineup. Yeah. The problem with the West Indies, much like Pakistan, is how consistent they're going to be. They've got all the ingredients, yeah. again, except a world-class spinner. Yeah, especially because Sunil Narayan's, you know, in the middle of remodeling his action. And, you know, he's not even being picked for his T20 sides and franchises. Mm-hmm. And that's going to be an issue because he wasn't even a West Indies regular to begin with. Um, obviously, with all the disputes that they've had. Uh, and on top of that, if he's having to rework his action to the point where he's not even confident of bowling with it, then that's a problem. And they don't have a good spinner. I think a lot of the West Indian hopes and chances will rest on one player playing or not. Andre Russell. Yeah, Big player. If he gets through his 10 overs, his batting adds a lot and he's yeah. a very good fielder as yeah. well. So he adds a lot to the team. They've got a dangerous batting lineup. As I've said, on their day, they can yeah. destroy any team. Yeah, easily. Evan Lewis will come back into the side. He's, of course, had his own personal issues. Yeah. To deal with. And their fast bowling is brilliant. I mean, they've got... Um, imagine Shannon Gabriel not getting a game. Yeah, exactly. No, they've got, dude, they're, yeah. <coughs> Sheldon Cottrell has proved himself to be a... Yeah, fan. he came out of... I mean, well, he didn't come well, out of nowhere. But, but, but yeah. yeah, he's really proved himself to be a, a world-class bowler. Yeah. Um, and with probably the most world-class celebration in the world. <laughs> that salute. We salute you. Um, uh, yeah, uh, Cottrell. Jason Holder himself. Yeah. Uh, you know, you bring back Kimar Roach. Mm. They've got raw pace in Shane Thomas. Yep. They've got 
pace and control and bounce and all sorts of awkwardness with Alzari Joseph. Yep. The only thing, the only area I feel they really lack is a top quality spinner. Yeah. Nurse is consistent but not flashy. Yeah. And, and I don't think on England pitches he's going to be as good. And um, as much as, well, everyone will agree with me, everyone in the West Indies, all my fans out there, there is Bishu is not good enough. No, Bishu is not good enough. There is, so here's an interesting thing though. So, so, um, uh, I don't know if anyone saw this. Crick Info did a, as doing this whole series of like all time World Cup 11s for all the countries. They didn't pick a spinner for, for West Indies. Well, that, I mean, which isn't a surprise, obviously. That's not but, a surprise but, for West Indies. But then I, so I did some digging. Chris Gale is the second highest wicket taker for among spinners for West Indies and World Cups. Wait, my question to you is who's the highest? Um, shit, I knew this. Ropes. And now I've forgotten. Well, Roger Harper? Roger Harper. That's who it was. Roger, Roger Harper. Harper. Roger Harper. <laughs> How many of you actually remember Roger Harper? Um, for my West Indian fans, and this one, uh, special shout out to Randir if you're listening to this. How many chances of... Uh, what's the chance of uh, Marlon Samuels, a.k.a. Icon, playing? <laughs> Have to ask this question. Just on what basis? Like, what does he, How does he come back into the side? Does he come back into the side? I, I just want to know whether he comes back. I don't him. think so. Yeah. Uh, my answer was 0.000001%. I would that, say 0%. I'm not well, even I mean, that was catering for a zombie apocalypse. <laughs> anyway... Um, Listen, if if the zombie apocalypse apocalypse gets the rest of the team and somehow Marlon Samuel survives, yeah, he will survive. <laughs> He's iconic. <laughs> um, anyway, uh, <laughs> on to more serious affairs. Marks out of ten. They're great. Like seven and a half, possibly even eight. Seven and a half. I think you're being generous. I'm gonna go seven again, um, just because of the lack of the spin. I think that holds them back quite a lot. And. Dangerous side if their batting clicks. If it doesn't click, it could be all sorts of... Yeah, they, they're capable yeah. of collapsing. They just... I mean, their I 45 all-out was... I think it was the lowest T20 I score. Yeah. Yeah. I think they're Pakistan without a spinner. So... Uh, probably with, with a, a better, 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 better fast better batting lineup and, and an equally good fast, fast bowling lineup. lineup. Yeah. yeah. Right. Uh, that's the West Indies done and dusted. Dear, uh, I left one in there for you. Um, England. England. Uh, last two teams to do, right? Yeah. England and, of course... India. India. I think let's the, end on India. So let's England. end on India. These are the two favourites for the tournament. Yeah. That's why we've kept the best for last. Yeah. Um, England, number one ranked one day team in the world. Yeah. They've got probably the most gun batting lineup in world cricket that you've they literally, ever you can, seen. When you can bring someone like Adil Rashid at 10 and 11 and the Adil Rashid, the ODI batsman, not the test batsman. Yeah. That's, that's a little... That's depth to a level I've not seen before. England's bowling for me worries me. But somehow they end up pulling out wins. But I mean, if you score 50 runs more than your bowlers need to defend, it doesn't, it, it doesn't yeah, really it matter. Doesn't matter. Exactly. So, I mean, their batting is just carrying it for... I mean, that batting lineup is ridiculous. I mean, Alex Hales doesn't get to play? Exactly. That is insane, man. Yeah. Jason, Jason Roy, Roy Johnny, Johnny Bairstow, Bairstow, Joe Root. Morgan as a captain oh, and Morgan batsman. as a captain and as a batsman. Wow, what a yeah. team. And to bring Joss Stokes, yeah, Joss Stokes, Stokes, Butler, Moin Ali. That here is like, destructive, yeah. mate. That is destructive. That is, that is, that is. They are, here's the thing though. The problem is that they are prone to collapses for whatever reason. They are prone to collapses. And I've noticed this. On wickets that aren't the flattest of the flat, they do have a tendency to not win games. Yeah. 
The question the is, is, England, you're going England. to get flat wickets. No, well, what if you get a stormy, rainy-ass day? That's also true. That's also true. But uh, I mean, What happens if you get a pitch where the ball wobbles around? It's England, after all. Yeah. You know, that possibility. Yeah, because they're, they're not going to have James Clarison in the one-day lineup. So No, no, it doesn't. The bowling worries me. It's not the best. And if they have to defend a low total, I don't think they'd be able no. to. Um, I think Rashid is a, a. I think Rashid's the, the bright very spot. Good, yeah. he's, he's a very, very good. He's a very bowler. good limited over, yeah, over yeah. bowler. Moin Ali really worries me because he gets hit a lot. Moin Ali does get hit, but Moin Ali also just comes back and takes wickets. So like, it's. I mean, the West Indians just yeah. Well, they went after. Hey, Chris Gale just like waited for Moin Ali to come yeah. out, come on, and they, they, they went and, after yeah, him, and, and they true. pretty much obliterated him. Um, that game specifically worried me. I was watching yeah. that game, and I just thought. As well as they played, I think their bowling attack could use some help. I don't think the current brothers are good enough in a one-day team. No. I think Test match cricket, Tom, um, Sam Curran is okay. Yeah. Tom Curran, no. Tom Curran in one-day cricket is okay. Sam Curran, no. Um, they were, would they make your... I don't think either makes the first choice level. No, I don't the think The so. interesting thing with England, because he's not played a game for them yet, is Jofra Archer. And... He, he will be eligible. He's just not been selected. I think as a fast bowler, he would come in. Yeah. It's, the problem is he's just never played for them yet. So, he comes in. I think, I think David Willey was one who said... I don't know if he was actually annoyed, but he was just like, look, I've been doing it. Other players have been doing it for the last two, three years. Uh, you know, is it fair on us if yeah. Jofra Archer comes in? But on pure potential... I think on pure potential, in, Archer does come in. And look, and he's going to have... Uh, He's going to have the IPL to show as a stage again. There's also five ODIs against Pakistan before the World Cup begins, don't forget. But the thing is, England have to name their World Cup squad before the end of the IPL. So it'll be interesting whether Archer makes it. So I think it all depends on, like, he's going to make headlines in the IPL. That's almost a guarantee. So then it's like, do we take a punt on him or not? Because I think he changes their their fast bowling lineup completely by by being in there. Are they going to make the final? I think they will. I think, will they go all the way? I think this is their best chance to win a World Cup best since, since 92, probably. It's at home as well. And it's at home. Yeah. But but England also... like It's like how in the Champions Trophy they didn't even make the final because somehow they managed to lose to Pakistan, which to be fair is over in India. But, like, and they were heavily favoured in that mm. tournament as well. Yeah. The previous Champions Trophy, they were probably favoured over India in the final and India beat them. So, they do have this history... Of coming up short when it matters, um, and they do have some weaknesses. I think. I think the bowling's a worry for me, and their tendency to collapse. Yeah. But I think that can be masked by the pitches. Yeah. And the fact that they are capable of scoring four hundred. Four hundred on, on any given day, and and easily. I mean, the way they chased down three sixty was ridiculous as well. Yeah. It was just it was just easy. They, yeah. I mean, Jason Roy made a mockery of it. Yeah. Completely. So. <sighs> look on ten, I'm giving them maybe an eight and a half, probably. I think eight and a half is a fair yeah. assessment. Yeah, I, I would go with that. I think that those two weaknesses for me yeah. worry me. I think on the on a like if on, a, on a team, p- yeah, if if a team has a day, yeah, I then think India beats them, New Zealand beats New them, Zealand beat best. them. Uh, West South Indies Africa, probably could West beat them. Beat them. South Africa beat them. Even yeah. Australia could beat them. Yeah, even Pakistan could be. I think anybody could beat them other than Sri Lanka. <laughs> um, but but, yeah. but those days, the other thing is and those days don't come often. Yeah, that's the thing. So, 8.5 out of 10 from both of us. Well, actually, no. I'm going to upgrade this. I'm going to go 9. I'm going to go 9. I just feel that they've... Fair. They've got us a lot of fuel in that tech. Yeah. Um, and a lot of it is jet-powered. Yeah. Um, yeah. And that brings us to the last, the 10th team in this sort of World Cup preview. It's also 
India, yeah. the most important team in this World Cup. <laughs> um, let's start with the positives and then we'll move on to the negatives. I think, to be fair, I think there's actually really only one negative. Well, there's a few. I'll pinpoint them in a bit. Um, their bowling attack has to be A, the most varied and B, probably the best in the world. Yeah. I think there is a thing. I, I think Shami does struggle at the depth a bit. But he usually makes up for it by being so good in his first six, seven overs that it doesn't end up mattering so much. Uh, I mean, the resurgence of Shami as a one-day yeah. bowler has surprised yeah. everybody. But... We won't even get to Shami because I don't think he's going to play a lot. We know the weird part is I get the feeling we might not get to Bhuvi because I think Bhuvneshwar Kumar, you know, a year ago, it would have been unfathomable that you'd go into an ODI without both Bumrah and Bhuvi. But I think now, probably on form, Shami gets ahead of one of them. Bumrah's undisputable. Like he's the yeah, automatic pick. He's well, the, I mean, he's he's the Kohli of bowling. He's, he's, the, he's the best bowler in the world across formats yeah. at this point. So there's no question about him. There's no questions about the two wrist spinners playing. I think they are fabulous together. Yeah. We rarely lose when they play together. Yeah, exactly. And Even I, in this current Australia series, we didn't win when they didn't win. play together. Yeah, exactly. But when they did, we won. Yeah. Well, except, well, actually, we did lose the game that they played together. So, maybe that's not oh, yeah, that was, <laughs> Um That was on a... But that was, that was yeah. due affected as well. Yeah. Um, let's get to the weak spot. Number four. Number four and five. Yeah. I... Well, look, because one of those spots gets taken by Kedar Jadav anyway. Mm-hmm. Um, I don't know if you start trying Vijay Shankar at four. He's only played one innings there. I think he is a genuinely good good find to have. Uh, you know, and he has to make the squad because uh, Hardik Pandya is I don't, prone to injury. Honestly, I think, yeah, I, exactly. I think Vijay Shankar in, the mat- in, the, in a matter of about a month has played himself into a World Cup squad. Yeah. Yeah. No question. So, there's that. It's just that, look, the top three is fine. I know Dhawan and Rohit have had their form issues, but... Not really worried about them. Kohli, Kohli's best Kohli. best top three in the yeah. world. Um, well, I think Kohli's a better three than Joe Root, but the openers are pretty much the same as England. Yeah. Um, so I think that's where India win on the top three, best top three in the world statistically yeah. as well. Um, Dhoni's slightly an issue at six seven batting wise. Obviously, wicketkeeper. I think he's still the best wicketkeeper in the world. I think Hardik Pandya coming back in at seven or six, yeah. wherever he bats, will provide cover for that. Yeah. So I that's think true. he does. He lied a lot, and his bowling is. And, uh, streets ahead of Vijay yeah, And Bhuvi's not a bad 8 or 9 uh, Bhuvi's not a bad 8 or 9. I think if you don't play Bhuvi, we do fall a little short in batting depth. Yeah. Which isn't the other problem. Because then we start doing stupid things like playing Ravi Jadeja as an all-rounder when... But having said that, India... As much as England play turbocharged cricket, India can play turbocharged cricket. But it's just not the style. But it's not the style and we're more adept at keeping people down in low totals because the yeah. bowling is actually the strongest suit. Possibly, yeah. Um, and because we have a great top order, but exactly, I think bowling yeah. is probably, yeah. we're actually, overall probably a slightly better bowling unit than we are batting. Yeah, I think chasing 270, 280, they would be... Uh, I would them chasing most totals. The problem is when what happens when you're, you know, chasing 400. I think India might struggle with that. I think, I think three, around 350 on a flat pitch, which is what they're going to get most I've times. I've actually seen this Indian side concede 400. So, if you're chasing 350, then it might be a struggle. Yeah. But... I don't think with the bowling that we have, we're ever going to concede 400. No. But look, we've seen it. Like, I mean, again, uh, that final against Pakistan yeah. where we had to, where, what the target was 360 basically. Yeah. Or even the last World Cup semi-final where I thought against Australia we had a chance. I think they, again, we were chasing around 358, 359. Well, that was a different... Yeah. I, I don't think we need to go that far back. I, I just think that... Um, but you look, saw it in this one-day series against Australia where they, they made... They couldn't defend 360. 
But that was a whole different set of circumstances. And there were a couple, there was one chase where I thought it wasn't even 350, right? It was like 320. Yeah, yeah. That you couldn't I, get to. And I thought we were going, winning that game easily. And we, you know, um, because, of, because I think what happens is if the top, top three don't fire, then the batting becomes an issue. Marks out of 10? I'm, I'm calling them level with England, so 8.5. I'll go 8.5 too. I think they're slightly a little bit notched below England. Um, I think uh, England's stability in the batting sure. pushes them ahead. So, it is a so you're, you're saying in England are the slight but still clear favourites for... Yeah, I, I do think so. Fair enough. I think having seen all of the backup that we've had, I think all of the experimentation that India have done over the last month or so, yeah. this proves that fact. Maybe Rishabh Pant didn't get enough game time. Maybe Vijay Shankar didn't get enough game time. I would love to see more of both of them. Yeah. But having said that, uh, I think we're pretty set as to what our team's going to be. Yeah. And I think there's no lingering doubts over who's going to make the lineup. No, I think so. I, I think. I think more or less they're probably you know you you just go down to probably picking two out of uh, Raidu and DK and Pant. But overall, I think you're 13 or 14 of those 15 players are pretty much certain. Unlike England. This is not a team prone to collapsing. A. That's true. B. They do have a big match temperament. Yeah. Which largely. Largely. Yeah. Which means that they could possibly go all the way. Yeah. And and they're making the semi-finals. I don't think there's any doubt over that. Yeah. I think they probably win the semi-final as well, whoever it be against. Yeah. Maybe the only potential banana skin I feel is England. The streak is not being broken. <laughs> That's our World Cup preview. Um, just before we finish, I want four semi-finals from you and then I'll go. Uh, India, England, New Zealand, West Indies. Probably go the same actually. <laughs> <laughs> it's a pretty easy choice. Uh, yeah, those are our four semi-finalists. Um, yeah, that's the end of part one. Yep. Oh, and just before I go, there's just about two months to go before that World Cup. If you haven't already seen Andrew Flintoff in the promo singing uh, an Imagine Dragon song, please don't. You'd much rather watch Bumble singing Sweet Caroline. <laughs> okay, um, this is episode 13, part 2. This is our Hater's Guide to the IPL. It's my least favorite time of the year. I dislike T20 with a passion as much as I love the rest of cricket. And I think the IPL is the epitome of that. Plus, I get to see, well, too much of Shah Rukh Khan. It's never a good thing. <laughs> um, but uh, I'll let Mr. Devra take this. We're doing our little IPL preview here. We're just going to talk about how, well, every team fares. Yeah. And quick run through. through quick run through. So, yeah. yeah, starting off with, this time we actually will do this in alphabetical order. We will order. do this in alphabetical yes. order. We, we, will we kind of did and then we went <laughs> off track. We will remember, yeah, last year, last time we... Sort of went from alphabetical to geographical in the middle of uh, Well, it was just a flow. Um, yeah, so starting off, look, everyone wrote off Chennai before the end, before the beginning of last season and they went in and won the tournament. So, uh, I think they're amongst the favourites again. Um, With pretty much the same squad. Pretty much the same squad. Um, I mean, nothing's really changed. Yeah. They haven't really added anybody. No, but I also don't think they really felt the need to. Uh, you know, they had... But they, everyone's a year older. I don't think that matters. I mean, they're still going to look as yellow as ever. <laughs> it's weird because the, the, the weird thing is they're going to pick people like Jadeja and Harbhajan and then not bowl them because they'll also have other people to bowl. They'll do shit like that. 
But it's yeah. still going to have one empty stand because for some reason Chennai can never fill that. Or whatever, there's some sort of look, municipal corporation look, if, jazz if, going if, on there. If you've seen that video of all the fans showing up for Dhoni training, the, the crowd is not going to be an issue. Oh, I'm not talking about the crowd. It's just that one stand that they're not allowed to fill. <laughs> you know, it just looks empty after a point. It does. Yeah. Oh, I agree. It's like um, some construction is going on, but there's no construction going on. You know, here's a, here's a really... like I, just, I, sun, I wasn't even a, going to think about this before this, but I suddenly had a very scary thought. What? Suresh Raina is in this squad. He's an IPL, like, superb IPL player. He's an IPL legend, yes. Yeah, exactly. What happens when he hits form and then we start hearing the, oh, Suresh Raina should play in the World Cup talk. It's not going to happen. We know he's not going to be picked. But just imagine someone like Sanjay Manjrekar just saying, Guys, just by the way, Suresh Raina's in form. Maybe he should be picked. Both him? <laughs> well, actually, no. Just Sanjay. I have absolutely nothing against Suresh Raina. I think he's been a very good player. He's probably won us a World Cup as well um, over the past. But your time's done, mate. I'm sorry and I don't... He's, he's going to have a great IPL. We know this. It's just guaranteed. Um, okay, he's going to have a good IPL. I'm betting against it. Acha, fair. Uh, Ambati Raidu. I think he's a... So, I mean, we're going to pick three key players. I don't want to pick the obvious players. So, no... Like, screw Dhoni, screw Jadeja, screw Bravo, Watson, whatever. Uh, I said Suresh Raina has won. Ambati Raidu is the interesting one, I think, for me. Because he had a really good season last year. I think that helped propel him into the Indian squad. Now, there's some... He's supposed dust. to be quick. Okay, fine. You can't give a thesis on Raidu. Snap, make it snappy. Well, what do you... Th- this, this season on Raidu, is he, you think he's going to make the World Cup squad on the basis of this? Is his form affected? Oh, I think he's already made the World Cup squad. You think so? I, I think... You, uh, think I, you think we haven't knocked over... You know, Kohli hasn't just ruined his form with selection issues or whatever. Kohli no, I don't really think so. All right. I don't think what he does in this IPL is going to matter. Whether it's good, bad, he still made the World Cup squad. So, it's not going to matter to him. It's just whether he gets CSK through it or not. Alright, and my third question or third player to point out is this the season when Karan Sharma finally becomes a good player? Emphatically, no. <laughs> right, moving on to Delhi whose team now has a new name. Thank God. You know what? Whoever has taken this momentous decision, thank you. You have removed one of the most annoying things other than the naming of sixes which I still... DLF. What is it? That was the first three years. I don't know what they're called after that. This is how much I've watched the IPL. <laughs> Oh, also, this is how much I've watched the IPL. I was watching, so I don't know if you guys have seen that Mumbai Indians documentary on Netflix. I'm pretty sure most people have, right? Other than literally being like a, well, a mission statement for the Ambani family. Um, I had no idea they didn't make the playoffs last year. <laughs> <laughs> no, they, they, that's, that's how little I've seen it. Yeah. Anyway, the other most annoying thing about the IPL was Danny Morrison saying double D's. He can finally not say double D's. Yes, well done, Delhi. Also, yeah. well done. You have a gun batting lineup. I'll yeah. tell you the three I'm looking forward to. Forget the internationals. Shreya Sire, Prithvi Shaw, and Rishabh Pant. Yeah. Um, uh, the player I'm actually looking forward to the most, even though there's like no World Cup implications whatsoever, is Ishan Sharma. Because on the back of a stellar test year, I just want to see how he's going to do in... Uh, in T20s. This isn't a bad squad. I just feel a little light on bowling once maybe Bolt and Rabada go off to... Yeah. Um, otherwise, it's a but decent that's why, squad. That's why, yeah. that's why I'm interested in Ishan Sharma. Mm-hmm. There, you, you have to be... Then you don't really have a choice. I'm also interested to see two players here. Nathu Singh, who Rahul Dravid has endorsed as a very quick, good prospect. 
and uh, Sandeep Lamichane, the yeah. Nepali bowler. Sandeep Lamichane had a really good big bash, um, had a decent PSL, and yeah, he's, I think he's going to be a good player whenever yeah. he plays. Also, uh, on a slightly different note, I want to see how much Amit Mishra's pot belly has grown. Because <laughs> you know, I haven't seen him in a year since the last IPL. So, anyway, yeah. that's Delhi. Um, maybe Punjab. they do they get to the playoffs? Uh, 50 50? 50 50. 5 on 10? Yeah. 5 on 10. Uh, moving on very quickly to Kings, Kings 11, Punjab. Punjab. Um, this is the team I support from now. Because they have this game? No, because it's Punjab, bro. <laughs> uh, right, says the Sindhi slash Maharashtrian. Suddenly he's Punjabi. Yeah, uh, okay. <laughs> moving on from Devra trash talking me. Uh, players to watch oh my god they have the mosquito why why on earth are you doing this to me SP's favourite player from the last year which is Sam Curran is in is in Punjab squad so now suddenly he realises he has to support them support uh, him rather well I don't think he's going to play much so I'll still support them uh, look they have the universe boss I don't need to go to any other player uh, but I will mention one name who I think is a great prospect and no, it's not Nicholas Puran. <laughs> it's Mujib Ur Rahman. Yeah. I, he already proved himself last year, and I think he's only gotten better since then. Um, playing for Sparison mm-hmm. in the internationals. Uh, the players I the, well, the player I'm obvious choice for me is I think KL Rahul, because I think he his form has been a little hit and miss over the last year. That my this tournament for KL Rahul is his stake to a World Cup spot. Yeah. Which is weird by the way, because Kohli says no one's being picked on IPL, but I get the feeling some of these players. No. Will prove themselves. I think on it. there's one spot in that 15 for the World Cup that's missing. KL Rahul's in, in contention for it. Do you think very quickly? Like, do you think KL Rahul just for his own benefit might persuade Punjab to play him at four others and rather than as an opener? No, I don't think so. You I think he, I think he sees himself as an opener. So I don't. Sure, think I know. I, I, but like just for his World Cup hopes, you say, guys, find another opener. I'll play because they do have Mayank Agarwal. He can open. And I, then, I still don't think so. Fair enough. Alright, uh, I think they're fringe playoff side. Fringe playoff? So, I, I, I think they're either finishing 4th or 5th. I don't think they I mean, for them to finish within the top 4, Shami, Ashwin, Mujib and Andrew Tai have to pick up a lot of wickets. Let's look, Andrew Tai I don't trust. Like, I know he picks a lot of wickets through that knuckleball or whatever, but he's... Also, I think, I think people have found him out by now. Fair point. I'm not really excited about anybody else in this side. Yeah. I'm really not excited about either Karan or Moises Henriquez. <laughs> I think both of them... Henriquez's hi- time is gone. Highly overrated. Yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Well, I'm not saying that about Karan. I just think Karan's annoying. <laughs> uh, moving on. Yeah. Oh. KKR. Oh. Rukh Khan's team. Oh my god. This is the worst. And, and who is it captained by? Oh, this is why it's the worst. <laughs> and they dress in purple, dude. Oh. So, owned by Shah Rukh Khan, captained by SP's mm-hmm. other favourite player, Dinesh Karthik. To be fair, they do have one of my favourite players. Shubman Gill? No. Oh, okay. Kuldeep Yadav. Yeah, fair enough. Yeah. Yeah. And Andre Russell. And Andre Russell. They still have, uh, they've also, they're also managing to give Piyush Shah a much longer career than he would have had if the IPL didn't exist. Um, doesn't he play for Gujarat, no? In one, in the Rajitro? I can't remember who he plays for. He doesn't play for UP anymore. Whatever, it's irrelevant. <laughs> his, his time's gone. They're, unfortunately for me, and this is why I always miss... One thing that always happens during the... It happened last year too. I didn't get to see Shiva, Mavi and Nagakoti together. Yeah. 
and well this time both are injured yeah so you're not going to see them they do have some interesting quicks though they have Anrich Norche the South African yeah. who's just made his debut and what well, he was pretty much a handful yeah uh, they have Lockie Ferguson as well so there's some pace there yeah. Uh, and the for all the West Indians, look away now. Carlos Brathwaite is playing for them. <laughs> um, but they do have Andre Russell and Sunil Narayan, of course. So anybody in the West Indies, I know all of you love yeah. your T20. Um, this is probably going to be your side. Yeah. Yeah. This is the West Indian team. How far they're getting, they're pretty much covered. All I think aspects. they're a playoff side. I think they, they are a playoff side, side yeah. yeah. They do seem like a playoff side. They've got all aspects covered. And Dinesh Karthik... Is a surprisingly good IPL captain. Is a surprisingly good IPL batsman. I'm the, not going to say any of this <laughs> thing. I'm just going to cringe. The look on uh, on SP's face was priceless. I yeah, top four side for sure. Yeah, yeah, cool. Yeah, moving on to our home team, uh, and we think they're a little weak this year. They are a little weak. They haven't added anything. Yeah. They've I mean, added Yuvraj Singh. They've only added Yuvraj Singh, who's about three years past his sell-by date. <laughs> And Quentin Decock, who, well, that's a decent addition, actually. Decock is a great addition. I think the the issue with Decock is that he's not going to play the entire tournament because he has to go for mm-hmm. a World Cup camp, which will coincide I, with the end of the IPL. So, I, look, Ishan Kishan has to play. Quentin Decock has to play. So, I think Kishan or one of Decock or Kishan is going to be fielding. Yeah. You'd um, expect Decock is a keeper if Kishan fields out in the outfield. But this team essentially depends on the Pandya brothers and Rohit Sharma to perform. Rohit Sharma, key point, has said he's going to open this year and not come in your middle order. Which is what, which is what he does for MI otherwise. It doesn't really make a difference. It's the IPL. <laughs> it's um, viewed with derision. Um, they also have my, one of my least favorite personalities, Sudesh Lard. <laughs> Don't like the guy. Um, sure. But they also have the world's best bowler, Jaspeet Bumrah. Little weak on the bowling side once the yeah, because uh, Malinga's missing go- the first yeah. six months, uh, first six months, something for six matches. Adam Mills been ruled out for the entire tournament. I think there's the a lot. They have a lot of um, a lot of hope on Berinder Stran, who I don't yeah, think is going to come through. Yeah, exactly, it's a weak. It's for me, it's a weak bowling side. Yeah, the batting is going to have to Which do the heavy lifting. They, they yeah. also have Pandya and, and Bumrah, who are two really good bowlers. Exactly, but, but it's still a weak bowling side, and they don't have other than Markande a really quality spinner. So. Yeah. Well, they have Krunal. Krunal's a good limited over spinner. Yeah, but they don't have any mystery about them. Yeah, that's um, So, it'll be interesting to see how they go. 50-50 for the playoffs. Five I think they're a top the four side, honestly. I don't think they're a champion side, which is what a lot of Listen, outside analysts are saying. Nothing think, will give me more pleasure than them not making the uh, the playoffs. Okay? I know I'm from Bombay and all. And I know Mumbai is my home city. But I don't like the Ambani family. I don't <laughs> like the name Mumbai Indians. I think it's the stupidest name on planet Earth. Maybe they should take a leaf out of Delhi's book. And what, call, that, us, call us ourselves the, I don't know, the Mumbai Stock Exchange? The Mumbai Finances? What do you want us to be called? Dude, you can call yourself the Sharks, the Warriors, literally anything other than Indians. <laughs> Idiots. Um, Mumbai Stock Traders, I think that's a good name. Stock Brokers, yeah. <laughs> Mumbai Marathas. Could even actually call yourself that. And you probably, probably that should have been. You the, know, yeah. then Danny Morrison gets hit double M's. Okay, I'm against this idea already now. <laughs> well, <laughs> I, think they're, I think they're in the top four. I don't think so. Uh, well, I don't, well, they might make the playoffs. I don't think they'll go beyond the first qualifier. Yeah. Uh, moving on, Rajasthan Royals. Money balling it, as usual. Yep. Um, 
But they have, you know, the interesting thing about Rajasthan Royals is they probably have too many good overseas players. How do you, I don't know how you pick four out of Jofra Archer, Ben Stokes, Steve Smith, um, Ashton Turner, O'Shane Thomas, Ish Sodhi, and Joss Butler. Well, I mean, you have the legend Jaydev Unadkar, so you don't need another uh, uh, overseas fast bowler. Yeah, so look, you think Smith is an obvious automatic pick. Stokes and Archer probably are too. Smith, Stokes, Archer, and Butler. Butler, yeah. Those are the four. But you're leaving out some good players that way. You've seen oh, Ash- I don't doubt that. Because Ashton Turner, I mean, a lot of people may have only seen him in, in the in the ODI series, but he also had a really good big bash as a finisher. Um, Prudence of there. Uh, O'Shane Thomas. A Ka- couple of blokes to mention. Uh, the return of Varun Aaron to big-time cricket. Yeah. Number one. Uh, and they do... Look, these guys have a pretty settled Indian bowling core. Which makes them a, a pretty decent team, which allows them to play those extra batsmen. Yeah, that's Plus, true. remember, both Archer and Stokes bowl. Yeah. No, that, exactly. Would... So, they're quite covered. Um, but there's something lacking, I think. Unless, like, you saw last year where they kind of struggled. I think what they're missing is they don't have a really high-quality Indian spinner. No. I think all the really good sides, you'd look at, uh, even if you look at, CSK have Jadeja, uh, Delhi have, well, I I would say Amit Mishra, but I think he's a bit past his date now. Uh, they don't Punjab have a... Punjab have Ashwin, Kolkata. Yeah, Kings, yeah. Punjab have Ashwin, KKR have uh, Kuldeep. So yeah. I think they're missing a little bit there in their spinner. I think that's where they'll probably fall a little bit short. Um, I, Gopal I think... and Gautam, by the way, Gopal is in my fantasy team. Uh, <laughs> I hope he does well. Um, so, I just feel that a little short. They have a good core. Yeah. Very decent side. They can very easily make the top four provided they don't play Stuart Binney. If they do, I'm sorry, man. <laughs> On principle, you're not winning the IPL. Uh, cut to one match with Stuart Binney takes like three for five. Yeah, he said some ridiculous record and then his wife goes apeshit on air. Anyway. <laughs> We we do all love Mindy Languages, by the way. No, keep your opinions to yourself. <laughs> right. Um, no, yeah, I don't think they're making the playoffs either. Mm. Uh, they did last year, but... Um, I mean, they might just make the playoffs. I don't see them... I don't see one. I think... Look, uh, we haven't gotten to the other two teams, so I, but I do think there are four teams better than them. So. Fair enough. Yeah. Um, speaking of one of those who I think are better, uh, Royal Challengers Bangalore. Um, interesting talking point. Gautam Gambhir came out that Virat Kohli is not a good captain purely on the basis of how RCP have done. That's because Gautam Gambhir neither understands politics nor cricket. <laughs> Just join the BJP. So. <laughs> right. Um, and uh, his cricketing acumen is there. Basically, it's an ego trip because he's won the IPL and Kohli hasn't. Yeah. So, and of course, the two of them have had their spats in the past. I think during yeah, the Yeah, but I mean, yeah. listen, when you put two Deliats in the room, what do they do? Five, right? <laughs> exactly. Uh, I'm not looking too much into that. No, these guys have a decent... I mean, their batting lineup is going to be sort of anchored by a holy it's, trinity of Virat Kohli, A.B. De Villiers, and their newest signing, Shimron Hetmeyer, who yeah. I am very excited about, let me tell you. Yeah, yeah. I, I am very, very excited. I think he's one to watch. I, I love watching him bat. I think he's great. There's an interesting addition in their Indian ranks, Shivam Dubey, who's had a bumper year for Bombay. Uh, in, uh, well, the 50-over format. Not so much in the T20s, but good player. They've got a very good Indian fast bowling core as well. They've got Siraj, they've got Navdeep Saini, and they've got Umesh Yadav. 
So that's a very good fast bowling. Co- add to that Coulter Nile and the wiles of uh, Yuzvendra Chahal. Yeah. Do you, good... I don't think Coulter Nile is an automatic pick. Because if you're already playing De Villiers and Hetmeyer, mm-hmm. um, you've got Marcus Stoinis in the squad, you've got... Uh, you've got Moin Ali. You've got Moin Ali in the squad. I don't think Coulter Nile is an automatic pick in the 11. No, I don't think so either. Especially with those fast bowlers, I don't think Coulter yeah. Nile is an automatic and you've got Tim Saudi as well. You've got Tim Saudi. I don't yeah. think Saudi will play much. Uh, keeper, Parthiv Patel will probably play and open the batting for them. And they've got Washington Sundar as well. So, yeah. decent I, side. I this really is a good rate, side. I really rate Washington Sundar. I just I feel there's a lack. Once Stoinis goes, and remember the Australians are not playing the first and last weeks of the tournament. Once Stoinis goes, I don't think they really have an all-rounder. And that might hurt them in the long run. Shivam Dubey is the closest they get. Yeah. Well, they have Moen if we're going to count his bowling, which in limited overs you kind of have to. Listen, that ground is tiny. <laughs> Imagine if Chris Gale gets a hold of Moin Ali in Bangalore. Uh, the Bangalore fans won't know what to do. They love Chris Gale. Yeah, I mean, Moin Ali gets booed off the park. That's the <laughs> easiest conclusion to draw from that. Right. A playoff uh, side? I Look, on paper they are. It's just that, you know, Bangalore are always better on paper than they are in, in on the actual pitch. Uh, I think they're a playoff side, yes. Mm-hmm. Yeah, on paper, they do look like, look, look yeah. like a playoff side. Alright, last and not the least. Sunrisers Hyderabad with the returning David Warner. Um, ah, yeah. yeah. But they've got two very interesting additions. Martin Guptill yep. and Johnny Bairstow. Again, you know the issue is cause, because Rashid Khan counts as an overseas no, player. I don't think one... Got, you pick one... Yeah, 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 and, 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 and David, David Warner. Warner. So only one out of these two plays. Yeah. That's the thing. But look, great core. Um, I think their, their bowling is what you have to really look at. They have... Look at the Indian core. There's Basil Thumpy, Siddharth Kaul, Khalil Ahmed, both internationals. Yeah. Bhuvneshwar Kumar. Yep. Rashid Khan, probably the best limited overs bowler in the world right now. Yeah. Um, forget just T20s. Sandeep Sharma as well. And just for variety, Billy Stanley, the bean bowl. <laughs> yeah. Um, no, they, and, and this is a team, I think, that over the last two years or so has mm-hmm. really proven itself. They band together really well. Uh, they back themselves to pretty much defend any total. Mm-hmm. Um, so, yeah. that's um, Their batting lineup for me now looks a lot better with... Shakibal Hassan plays all games for me. David, Again, look, but that's the thing. If you play Shakib and Warner and Williamson and Rashid, then that means you're not playing any of the... You don't play Besto? Look, for me, one of Williamson and Besto misses out. You can't play both together because Warner will take one spot. I t- the other thing is, if Warner doesn't perform, he comes out and the other two come in. Yeah. So, it's... it's You're playing around with your openers. There's not much else that you can do yeah. in that. They've, I mean, and uh, speaking of openers, they also have Guptil in reserve. So. Yeah, exactly. No, but that's... I'm talking about Guptil and Besto. Ah, okay. And they also have a very good Indian all-rounder in Vijay Shankar. Um, I'm really interested in seeing how he does. I would love to see how he does as well. Also, again, Randir, your boy is here. Ricky Bui. I don't know why you love him so much. It's a really <laughs> weird pick. And Manish Pandey. Manish Pandey, yeah. who we, of course, absolutely love by default as an Indian player. Mm, yes, by default as an Indian player. <laughs> also, the return of Ridhiman Saha. That could be interesting. That's interesting. Yeah. yeah. Rizman Saha on his day is a really good T20 batsman. And on other days, he'll like hit 10 off of 12 mm-hmm. and not get out. <laughs> this is also true. Um, this is an easy one. Are they a playoff team? They're yes. definitely a playoff team. I think they're among... I think outside of Chennai and Bangalore, I think these would be my pick for the... They're very similar to the Indian World Cup squad, actually. Yeah. Heavily reliant on their bowling and 
good batting, but something missing. Yeah. Batting. Uh, look, if David Warner clicks, then I think they're a, a different side. If he doesn't, they might have a problem. Mm-hmm. But they have the bowling to make the top four anyway. So let's just quickly name our top four teams and then we'll wrap this up. Uh, for me, it's Chennai, Mumbai, Bangalore and Hyderabad. Chennai, Mumbai, Bangalore, Hyderabad? Yeah. That's interesting. I am going Chennai, Delhi, KKR and Hyderabad. I'm leaving Bangalore out because I'd, for some reason I just don't trust Bangalore in the IPL. Because <laughs> as much as I've not watched it, all I hear is, oh, they look better on paper than they did in the field. Yeah, that's, so that's, that's, the, that's, that's the RCB story. That's, that's the RCB story pretty much. And, you know, you can, Mr. Gambhir, you can compare your captaincy with I really don't give a damn. <laughs> um, um, as much as I really want to turn off. And who are you picking to win? Does it really matter? Why are you asking me this question? You want derision? Here you go. <laughs> no, I, I wish you... No, I, you know what? We're just going to leave it. I, I'm going to pretend I didn't hear your pick. I think that was a better answer. <laughs> <laughs> I'm picking Bangalore for what it's worth. All right, fair enough. That's our IPL rundown. Rundown apparently, uh, Mr. Devrat decides that well, Bangalore win. I don't know which world that happens in. Anyway, we'll move on to part three in just a second. But I want one player to watch. Oh, it's the IPL. One player that you love to see during the IPL. Look, I have gone to the point of I know he's well past his prime, but I will pay money to watch. Yuvraj Singh have one good innings. And a good innings could even be like 30 off of 15 or 30 off of 20. But I would pay, I just, I will go to Ankhredit for... You're paying the overblown inflated prices that are all going into Ambani pockets and satisfying some self-seeking political agenda. I went to, I went to an Ambani school firstly. So like, I've already done, I've already lined their pockets. It's like, my entire life is tainted by that. You're morally bankrupt. (laughs) That's what you are. My player to watch, of course, it's the IPL. There's only one. Always only one. You're going Chris Gale? The universe boss, Chris Gale. <laughs> Always only one player to watch and, you know, he's... Um, he's Gale Paji now. <laughs> you know. Chris Paji. Chris Paji. So, <laughs> Chris Gale it is. Uh, and yeah, that's our IPL preview. Alright, this is the segment that all of the DWC crew has been looking for, forward to. This... Is the IPL fantasy pod. Alright. So let me just explain how this works. Because my uh, co-host has completely no idea. Yeah, this is this is totally your thing. Okay. Very easy. Each team has 8. Each person has 8 players in a side. Sure. He's got 5 substitutions total over the length of the tournament. Right? 5 substitutions as in like players who aren't picked. In, uh, in yeah, who, who haven't been, who have haven't not been, been picked. picked. Yeah, in have anyone's been picked. so far. If Probably. anyone drops a player, you can't take him. If you have a substitution... So, if, so if you drop punts, someone else can't take him? No. Right, okay. Okay. Uh, that's how it works. Very simple. 20 points for a wicket, 1 point for a run, 5 points for a catcher, run out, no bonuses. So, it literally matters on who scores the most points. No bonuses, match situations, all of that. Doesn't really matter. Alright, fine. Okay. So we're just gonna quickly run through the players and the well the, the, let's go with the three or four teams that we think will be interesting. Uh first let me start with the man who's requested this. Randir, I think your team is utter trash, dear. Well no. 
other than really Rashid Khan and Kuldeep Yadav. He has, he has some of your favourite players. He's got four legs, four spinners, five spinners. Why do you have five spinners? <laughs> He's got Rashid Khan, Kuldeep Yadav, Jofra, sorry, Mayak Markande and Lamechane. You forgot Chahal. Oh, I forgot Chahal. He's got five spinners in his eight. He's got five spinners in his eight. Well done, dear. Well, how many points did you save for a wicket? Twenty. Yeah, that's smart. I think that's smart team building, man. Huh? How many points for a run? One. Great. Not so. Not well. As it played out last year, batting was more of an issue. So I stocked my team up with batsmen, right, as huh? you can see. I, look, he's got five five bowlers who are going to take wickets. Yeah, true. He's just that he has no one who's going to make runs because he's got Evan Lewis and Chris Lynn, and that's it. Yeah, and Jofra Archer is also a bowler. Yeah, um, Rashid Khan. Unless like Rashid Khan comes in and slogs. Uh, okay, okay, fine. Let, let's do this differently first. I just wanted to talk about Randhir's team because it's just ridiculous what that composition is. <laughs> um, which one of these do you think sounds the best? Uh, look, I'm actually going to see say your team. So just for the rundown, Sid's picked. Oh, which by the I... way, one minute before he goes on, I have not paid him to say this. Just making sure, just making this abundantly clear. <laughs> I have not paid Mr. Devrat to say any of this. He is saying this of his own free will. He is not being coerced or handed drinks I, on a silver platter I at think I should let everyone know that I have been drinking SP's booze copiously for the last five years. Mm-hmm. Uh, I also get free dental treatment. So, you know, just full disclosure. <laughs> True, but, but, he also hates my guts. So, this that's why. This is true. I would, I would very rarely... See, Praise him if I, you know, just genuinely. But mm-hmm. look, this is a team. Rohit Sharma, Rishabh Pant, Shreyas Ayer, Vijay Shankar, Steve Smith, Fafty Plessy, Washington Sundar and Shreyas Gopal. I think, look, of those, Shreyas Gopal is probably the one who I think is probably the least consistent in that. Where, like, probably going to get you the least number of points. Everyone else there, I think, is almost guaranteed of points. Like, yeah. yeah, everyone else plays. That was the idea behind exactly. it. Shreyas Gopal also plays, but I think he, he he's the one who's hit and miss. But a hmm. um, couple of surprising second round picks. Kenny, what were you thinking picking Samson? Really? What were you doing picking Sanju Samson second? Round? <laughs> <laughs> we're gonna rip a few of these to shreds, huh? Let me just go but on. Also, what the hell were you guys doing that Chris Gale was third? Uh, How did Chris Gale last that long? Because I didn't want Chris Gale. He doesn't. Well, he doesn't run enough. <laughs> As ridiculous as that sounds. I don't know why I didn't want Chris Gale. Right. Uh, no, I wanted Pant. I don't know why. Fair. Because you know why? I'll tell you why. Because last year, Adam had him. And Adam just... Yeah, it just won him. Adam won last year purely because, because Rishabh Pant had the greatest season ever. Alright, fair enough. And they didn't even make the playoffs. I'm just impressed. That's that, what pisses me off. I'm just more. impressed that in the first 16 picks, nobody picked Gale. That's crazy. That's insane. Ian, why did you pick Dwayne Bravo over Gale, man? Like, yeah, you, you got to answer that question. I have no idea why he's picked Dwayne Bravo over, and he's gone the complete other route. This is like, these are like my kind of players. Well, actually, no, right? I would never pick Dwayne Bravo, even the champion, <laughs> champion. And I'm sure if you gave him the choice, uh, they would have picked uh, Marlon Samuels. <laughs> but, Icon is not playing this tournament. Right. Um, okay, next. Uh, let's move on to the teams now. What do you think of Eons? Eons, right. Kohli, Stokes, Bhuvi, Unatkar. Dude, this is a damn good team. Really? He's got this, I think he's got the same issue as you with probably one less player. So, I thought you had seven 
declared illegal or whatever so he, he, he if he plays then i think parbo's got a really good team if he doesn't then it's a little weak also parbs you really he okay this is the most ridiculous bit parbo has i can understand every other pick in the third round why can't i understand this one parbo has picked chris morris before chris gale yeah i don't know what you guys' order was but if this is the order you guys have picked in every round mm-hmm. Yeah, I don't know how Chris Morris got it before Chris Gale. How does that happen? How does Parthiv Patel make it before Shakib or <laughs> Steve Smith? Yeah, you guys have done some weird picks. You man. guys, Parbu, you've done some really weird shit. You know, I mean, really you weird. Vijay Shankar before Steve Smith, so which is a huge gamble. Yeah, but I mean, Vijay Shankar at least is you know potential yeah. India international. Parthiv Patel is Parthiv Patel. I am really missing our third man right now. He would have loved this moment. Yeah, Parthiv Patel being picked over. Yeah, Steve Smith. We've already spoken about my team potential winners. Yeah, yeah. Can uh, he? Other than that, Sanju Samson pick, which I just can't understand. Mm-hmm. But otherwise, they're a pretty good team, man. David Warner, if he hits form. You've got Warner, you've got Gale, you've got Raidu. All batsmen you would back to. Deepak Chahar will play. Ishan Kishan will yeah. play. Karan Nair will play. Karan Nair is the one where you don't know if he's going to be in form or not. But if he is. Uh, you know, maybe the Indian selectors will learn a thing or two. <laughs> you, uh, you just know Karuna is going to hit a century for some reason, and it will be the luckiest IPL hundred you've ever seen. <laughs> Drop three times. Yeah. Drop three times in the nineties. The the only one I don't know about is Nicholas Puran because I don't yeah, know if he played. I don't know if Nicholas Puran's playing. But funny story about this, and Ian will back me up on this. When Puran was playing for Mumbai a few years ago. He actually ended up having uh, a Zinger burger at the KFC opposite D.Y. Patel. <laughs> we didn't see him, but we found this on his Instagram. Ooh, so, wow. he big ups because that was your discovery entirely. Um, Liddy, Lidon. Uh, interesting team, this. He yeah. went MS Dhoni first pick. Dhoni, uh, look, because you just don't know how many runs he's going to get. Firstly, he doesn't bat high enough in the order to score big runs. Secondly, he stops scoring big runs in general. Yeah, this whole team is not. Boomer's gonna get you. Well, other than Boomer, this team is. Boomer so and Tyre, I think, are the ones you rely on. Yeah, but the Jadeja, rest. There are times when Jadeja only bowls like two overs in an innings. Um, you know, Degrandom's hit and miss. 
Klaassen hardly plays. Yeah, Klaassen might not play. Umesh is a good pick. Rahane is again a fairly iffy pick. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Like all really big names, but you just don't know how well they'll actually do. Mm-hmm. Exactly. Yeah. So, Lydia, I'm sorry. This team don't make it. <laughs> e. Ian's. Um, look, the I love the Gotham pick, although I guess coming at 8, he might not even have much of a choice. But I think it's a good pick in that side. Mm-hmm. Top heavy. De Villiers, Butler, Mujib, Milo, all really good picks. Bravo. Bravo if he, fire, if he takes enough wickets, I guess. He, you know, he, he's not as reliable as he used to be, like for, as he was five you years know, ago. No, because he's not really the Dwayne Bravo or yesteryear. Exactly what he just said. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> that was me trying to put on my best Trini accent. Sorry, guys. Yeah. Um, um, so I don't know why you'd pick Surya Kumar Yadav, honestly. Because, you know, he, he, I don't know, he has some weird sun fetish. <laughs> when when people like Hetmeyer and Shakib and Steve Smith were still available, Surya Kumar Yadav was an odd pick. But this is Ian you're talking about. He's <laughs> odd in general. <laughs> Look, for all we know, Surya Kumar Yadav has a really good season. He d- does turn it on in the IPL, but I think that's a, it's a strange one. But enough good players to, to get him through. Also, Adam, don't worry. If he wins, he's going to give you free cleanings for life. <laughs> <laughs> right. Sponsored by JDC. <laughs> Um, right, uh, Leon, a little introduction to Leon, the first time I got introduced to this group, right, uh, and when I met these guys, it was just before the Champions Trophy in right. 2017, Right. and the first I ever saw of Leon was him wearing a Pakistan shirt. Oh, dude, 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 dude. dude. So, Lee, Leo, you've already got, you know, you're and in he was our... in India? No, he's not. Okay, cool, fine. But he's already in our bad books. No, but he was wearing the Pakistan shirt in India? No, no he took a photo with it and ah. just said, this is who I really support. Right. Also, okay. you say the weirdest shit, but it's hilarious. Yeah, he, so I'll he, give you he that. just said he supports Pakistan. Yeah. <laughs> well, no, not just that, in other aspects as well. Uh, uh, <laughs> you say right. the weirdest shit, but respect. Um, what about Leon's team then? Look, he has... He's he has got far too of, many wicket keepers. Yeah. He's got some of my favorite players in Rahul. Oh, he's got my favorite player of all time. He's got Dinesh Karthik. Oh, yes, he does. Yeah. Um, the problem is, I think, with picks like Ashton Turner and Martin Guppel is that you just don't know how much they're going to play. You also don't know how Pollard will come off. Hey, wait, Leo, no, I thought Pollard was given to Deer for free. What is this? No, no, no. But Pollard, look, uh, I followed the, the Pakistan Super League. Pollard's been in form. There was a time when Pollard was in form? No, no, no. Pollard's been in form over the last month. He's... I, I think he's gonna he's going to come. Boys, on. this man just discovered that Pollard could play. <laughs> this is news to me. <laughs> he's been how long? He's been in Mumbai for what eleven years? Never done one scunt. Uh, that's a bit harsh. Pollard's been on the like been the backbone of a lot of wins. Hey, y'all watch IPL more than me. I don't know what this man talking about. <laughs> no, Paul, I, I, Pollard's not a bad pick. And if he was available at seventh, I think the rest of you. You guys have been doing some, have been smoking some weird shit to leave him. Yo, I think he's smoking some weird shit. He actually rates Pollard. Anyway, um, the rest of his team, let's move away from Pollard. <laughs> right. Look, Rahul Williamson, Decock, good picks. Karthik's a good pick. Ty, I don't really, like, he's an overrated bowler. Adam he, had Ty last year. <laughs> I, look, I think Ty's immensely overrated, but he ends up taking wickets. So, there you go. Uh, I like I just spoke about Pollard. Uh, the problem is Ashton Turner and Martin, 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 Martin. You don't know how much they're going to play. They're not going to play that much. Yeah. Also, Leon seems a very hit and miss. He's either first or he's last. 
Uh, I mean, like his favorite cricket team, clearly. Oh, <laughs> shots fired indeed. Um, and last but not least, the the man who does all the spreadsheets and all of this. Dude, this puts, guy's got a good team. Puts all the effort into it. Adam, you've got already. You've been given the vote of confidence. That's a good team. I think Shikhar Dhawan's form is the question, but other than that, having Watson, Krunal Pandya is a really good pick. Smart pick to get Rana. I'm surprised he lasted that long. Um, Dude, come on. Rana and Uthapa, really? Uthapa's the one I wouldn't back to do well. But he also ends up having decent IPLs. Not great for it. And Rana's like... Rana's, you know, makes the IPL his bitch most of the time. He's an IPL god. Exactly. Adam, you fill this team up with IPL gods, haven't yeah, you? Yeah, Shane it's, Watson, it's, it's smart. Krunal Pandya, Rana, Uthapa. Yeah. Prithvi Shaw, we all expect him. Not too sure about the last two, how they're going to do. Shaw will do well. Yeah. Shaw will definitely Agarwal's do well. Agarwal struggled, but I think probably he's been a lot better form than he's been in in a long time. You know, if Dhawan comes off, Delhi could be in very good shape. Exactly. Yeah. exactly. So, if Dhawan comes off and yeah, Adam, I think Adam's got a really good team. I think, in fact, Adam is probably your best, your toughest competition. Okay. Now, I need you to do two things for me. Alright. Boys, listen carefully because this is, again, independent, non-biased opinion. Right. right? Pick a top three and pick me the, well, the wooden spoon, essentially. <laughs> right. Top three. I've got you. I've got Adam. I need, I'm, it's, I'm struggling. Uh, let me see who I picked third. I think Eon. Eon's third. Eon is third. Yeah. Interesting. With Rahul Tripathi? Interesting. Yeah, Very he's got Kohli, Stokes, Bhuvi and Hetmeyer. And look, I rate him cut, So, he's a good, good IPL player. Um... Right, so yeah, that's my talk to you. Mm-hmm. And Wooden Spoon? <laughs> I really want to hear this one. I really uh, want to hear this one. Um, right. I think it comes, it's going to come to between Randhir and, and, and Parbu. I think, look, I find Randhir's like pick of five spinners interesting, but it's one of those where if it doesn't come off, he's screwed. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Yeah, dear. You can't pick spinners only, you know. <laughs> Hogging all the spinners. Why you gotta leave somebody some for somebody else now? <laughs> right. Yeah. Um, my three. Well, me obviously. I'd actually go Adam because he does reasonably well all the time, and I'd actually pick Ian because his team is pretty good. And again, no bias here. <laughs> Wooden spoon. Hard one, but it's between, it's definitely between Deer and probably Lidon. Because other than Bumrah, he doesn't really have too much. Yeah. Actually, you know what? You're right. I think, I, I think I'd pay, I, I said Randhir and, pa, and Pabu first, but you're right. The, I think it's between Randhir and Lidon. Right. Excellent. This is IPL Fantasy. We'll get more updates as this progresses, probably halfway through at the end. By the way, just in case you didn't ask the question already, what is DWC? I didn't ask the question. but You go. didn't ask the question. Do you really want to know? It's uh, a really good note to end on. Go for it. Tell me. Down with Cameron. <laughs> <laughs> nice. I approve. He approves. Mr. Respected Devrat, respected journalist Aditya Devrat. Who, who likes Cameron? Like, seriously, who does? Nobody, but they all want him out. Exactly. That's my point. Down yeah, with so Cameron. The, well, I'm, the group was made two that, years ago. So. That's why I love the name, man. That's brilliant. Down with Cameron. No, it is brilliant. That was the whole point of it. Um, but, uh, yeah. We-
Okay, we do have one more segment. There's a little bit of social media stuff that I want to get into. I've, sorry, boys, I've tacked this on because it's absolutely freaking hilarious. Dear, you're going to love this. Trust me. Go on. Right, so I, for some reason, get uh, emails from Quora every so often, like, what's what's trending and what not. Um, and about 20 minutes ago, I got one with someone who randomly just decided to ask, what if Dhoni becomes a coach of Australia after his retirement? Listen, this man is probably living some 30 years into the future when Australia are scraping the bottom of the barrel in international cricket. Dude, firstly, miss my friend, whoever, whatever is the dude's name is, the guy has to retire first. He's still playing. <laughs> he may not retire 30 years later also. Secondly, if he retires, how do you know he's going to become coach? You, how, 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 one minute, how is Mr. whatever is, he's an Indian guy for sure. Yeah, yeah of course. He's probably from upcountry. He's probably from somewhere upcountry. Um, not from a big city or he's just a bhakt. Uh, in case you guys don't know what a bhakt is, it's a, a well, you're all Hindu, so he's a very religious man. Uh, well, a fo- religious follower of MS Dhoni. Yeah. Um, I mean, he's clearly a bhakt because he's worried about Dhoni coaching Australia. The guy I hasn't even retired. I genuinely don't think Dhoni's going to coach ever, by the way. I don't think Dhoni's going to ever say a word after retiring. Yeah, I, I feel think like he'll just the, go into his shell, into Ranji. Yeah, I feel he'll go into Ranji, buy more bikes. Become, a, yeah. become like this glorified deity over there, you know. Like, yeah, literally, they'll, they'll build Maybe, like a, maybe become like a Jharkhand Cricket Association. No, man, he'll become like, like a guru or something, you know. He'll become... Ah, uh, You know, then he can literally call him, call his his followers bhakts because then he's actually like a religion or something. Um, but no, I don't think he's gonna have anything to do with international cricket or cricket in general after he's. He's gonna be a CSK mentor, and that's it. That's the only post playing career role I see for him. And he goes down to Chennai and gets called Thalla for three weeks every year. Yeah, exactly. Uh, that's Tony. Do we have anything else on social media? Um, there was, well, I know we're a year too late for this, but the, we just discovered the World Cup, well, a little World Cup promo clip with Andrew Flintoff singing, um, what was it? That Imagine Dragon song, I'm on Top of the World. Yeah. He actually does a fairly decent job in a very weird accent. But me personally, um, I'd much rather take... Bumble. Bumble singing Sweet Caroline. Yeah. Any day. Any day. Boys, tell me if I'm wrong. You guys would take Bumble over uh, over Freddy? Or no? That's the question for you all to answer. And is he a better singer? Is he a better... Yeah. Who's the better singer? Freddy or Bumble? Dude, these are important questions we're asking <laughs> here, man. Yeah, that's our show. That's pretty much it. 